Welcome to the Deepers Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies legally. <laughs> I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And this week we're talking about the uh, dumpster fire urban legend. Um, my personal favorite urban legend would be one where this movie never existed. I hate this fucking movie. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, yeah, this week's episode is Urban <laughs> Legend <laughs> from 1998. This is a trilogy. We are doing the first one. Have not seen the second and third in a very long time, but I know they suck even worse. Dude, and this the, movie is bad. <laughs> the Urban Legend Bloody Mary yeah. is the most tragic movie, but like it really affected me as a kid because there's a scene where like, the chick breaks the mirror because she's, like, freaking out. She has a bump on her face. And, like, a shard of glass goes into, the, like, the bump. And, like, a bunch of fucking spiders crawl out of her. Do you oh, remember that? Oh, my God, yes. Okay. I don't is dislike there spiders, another, but I don't want them crawling out of my fucking face. Is there another face. movie called Bloody Mary, just Bloody Mary, or? I think so, but I've never seen it. I've I, seen Urban Legend Bloody Mary. I remember a Bloody Mary movie, and I always thought it was just the regular one, but it might have been Urban Legend. I don't remember. I know they all suck. The first, yeah. the last one's, what, Final Cut? Oh, that's the middle one. The middle one. Yeah, which and makes then no Bloody sense. Mary is the third one. Which makes no sense. It's like the Final Destination was not the Final Destination. No, it's Final Destination 4. <laughs> slash Final Destination 3D slash the worst one by far. We should just do an episode sometime where we combine our favorite kills from that series <gasps> and just talk about them. Like a little mini episode. Oh my god, that sounds like a great fucking idea. I love it. Anyways, we're coming up with ideas as we talk. Look at us. I know, right? I'm All right. actually gonna... I love that idea. I think it'd be super fun because I feel like the that movie series in general would we be could, way too much to cover. But if we broke it down by like our favorite kills, we, we could like that make a list. and we'll do one for Saw too. <gasps> I love it. Maybe in the same episode, do That'd like be super our, fun, like our countdown of our top ten Final Destination kills and our fo- top ten Saw kills. I fucking and love see that. how much our uh, overlap lists overlap. Yeah, I love it. That sounds like a stay great tuned idea. for this episode, guys. Stay We're really tuned. excited. This might come out. Actually, pretty soon, because I'm really excited about it. Yes, me too. Um, next week, after this episode comes out, is Black Christmas. Just a heads up. The original 1974, I believe. I believe so. Yes. Anyway, this week, we are talking about a movie that is not Black Christmas, because it is not that good. It is not good at all, actually. It's kind of bad. This movie's bad. <laughs> I wrote, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie, and I need to be higher, and the movie hasn't even started. <laughs> I... Wow. <laughs> Hey, we're not going to do that right now. The boys are wrestling. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, You know, I think Casey and I both had a very similar reaction to this movie because when I was younger, I thought this movie was fucking awesome. I thought it yeah. was so good. I thought it was creepy. I thought the acting was good. And rewatching it as a grown-ass person, I'm like, oh, okay. This movie <laughs> is bad. Um, it is directed by Jamie Banks. Looking at his filmography, um, he also made the 2001 Valentine slasher. With the mask? Yes. That weird, I mean, you know what I'm saying. With the, the weird, like, porcelain-looking yeah, mask. The Boreanaus guy and uh, Catherine Heigl's in it. And I don't know Denise. that I've seen that movie Terrible. Since, like, I was a kid. Terrible. Yeah. Awful. Terrible huh. movie. Maybe worse than this one, honestly. 
At least this one's semi-entertaining. Yeah. Um, that is true. <laughs> and then um, it was written by Silvio Horta. Uh, looks like he wrote a lot of stuff for Ugly Betty. This cast is stacked. Like, we- stacked to the top. And for it to suck as bad as it does, it's like, oh. It's disappointing. Oh, okay. This is one of... This is was one of those first, like, meta... Supposed to be funny uh, horror movies, slasher movies in the wake of Scream. Yeah. And trying to ride on that success because this is 98, Scream was 96. And they tried way too hard. Oh my God. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie, obviously, but it <laughs> is just wow. Just a whole lot of wow. Uh, obviously, Jared Leto is here. I flipped off my TV probably six times during the course of this movie. I said it's really funny to see pre-cult Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) He sucks so hard. You know, I I used to be I used to be a huge Thirty Seconds to Mars fan. That's super embarrassing to admit. And I met Jared Leto, and he was a douche. Yeah, I bet he was. Um, Yeah, that picture's out there on the internet. I remember. Maybe we should post it. I I look so stupid. I have a break dance, not heart shirt. That's a. You Claude may look stupid, Industries, but like, he is stupid. Shirt. <laughs> you may have looked stupid, but he is stupid. That is true. Um, I, I mean, I remember seeing like this in American Psycho when I was younger, but I didn't know who Jared Leto was. And then I remember Thirty Seconds to Mars was a thing, and I didn't care for that band at all. But then I remember they were like, "Oh, Jared Leto is going to be." I think that one of the first things I remember they announced really big was like the new Joker or whatever. He was going to be the new Joker. And I was like, what the fuck? Jared Leto's not an actor. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess he was. He just sucks. And he then dies I, in almost every movie he's in. And then I just, like, hated all the stuff he was in. And now he's in that shitty-ass Morbius movie that I don't – I mean, I don't watch superhero movies anyway. Except for Batman. But it just – oh, God, awful. I heard it was awful. I heard the movie I heard it was terrible. terrible. <laughs> I heard nothing good about it, yeah. Un- even from Marvel fans. Like, unwatchably bad. Oh, no. He's really bad. Uh, our – Lead protagonist, if you want to call her that, is Alicia Witt. She's not doing much in this movie. She she came to set asleep every day. I don't know. Oh my god, you're so right. I'm sorry, but she did. Uh, I don't really have that much of a problem with her. The only re- way, the only thing I really know her from is she had a bit part for like two episodes on Supernatural in the late, late seasons. Yeah, I've never Whatever. really seen her in anything else. <clears throat> we got Rebecca Gayhart here. Okay, listen, I like Rebecca Gayhart. But she is, as much as Alicia Witt doesn't care about this movie and is not trying, she's trying. Gayheart's trying way too hard. She's playing Brenda, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is our spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, it's fucking. You've had twenty some years. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Literally almost twenty five solid years. Um, she's our killer. Um, we'll kind of go through more of the cast. Someone else I do want to point out before I started this, before we actually start getting into this, Tara Reid. Hot. Listen, when I first turned on this movie and I saw her, I my first thought was, why does everyone hate Tara Reid? Because I was on that train for a little while and really? I never knew why. I've never disliked her. I never really knew anything about her. I just knew like, oh, everyone hates Tara Reid. I don't know why everyone hates Tara Reid. And then like after, like a long time ago, that was a long, long time ago. And then after a while I was like, no, I don't really have a reason to hate her. I like a lot of the things she's in. I think she's perfectly fine. But when I watched this last night and she came up, I was like, no, genuinely, why does everyone hate Tara Reid? And I went on this huge like just – 
Google deep black hole of like why would anyone hate Terry? Of like the media <laughs> and how they like villainized her to the point of like she was she's not in Hollywood anymore, basically. Yeah, I and, don't like, understand. I was like, why? Like, I mean, there are I can't count the number of Family Guy jokes that I can think of offhand about her. Yeah. Let alone the rest of you know what I mean? Like Is it because of Sharknado? <laughs> I think it's, I mean, she was a party girl of the early 2000s. That's the problem. Yeah. It's just that. Like the Lindsay Lohan, but didn't get as much attention. It, it Well, didn't get as much good attention. Like, yeah, right. everyone hated Lindsay Lohan, but Lindsay Lohan still had her fans. She still had a huge fan base. And she still had because a career. Because she was, like, all the people that loved her when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Same with um, Britney Spears. Yeah. Tara Reid didn't have that. And it was just hatred for her. Yeah. And I was like, man, I actually really liked her. And I think she still looks great. And she looks amazing in this movie. I hate her fucking character. Awful. But um, she's actually pretty good. I like her. But anyway, I stop hating on Tara Reid. She's fine. We're gonna take a moment break. <laughs> Welcome home. Welcome home, Elijah. Hello. Holly. Welcome to Fjord's Bakery. What do you, what, what are you talking about this time? Your mom. She's pretty scary. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Legend, 1998. Oh, yeah, I know. It's bad. What'd you think? It is bad. I mean, it's <laughs> classic, but it is bad. It's, it's classically bad. Classic, yes. schlocky 90s horror movie. Yes. Yep. So anyway. You know, I... Stop hating on Tara Reid. That's I, my That's my ending point. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, another person that I've met. Tara Reid. That's awesome. When did and, you meet her? Um, it was my first convention I ever went to, Days of the Dead, when I was 19. See, I I've like I've been to conventions for almost 10 years. I like that horror fans have claimed her and are like, you yeah, know what? Yeah, we love her. Well, That's why I was like, I never fine. got it. Because I was like, I know a lot of people that, like, aren't as into horror as we are. Probably right. know her from, like, all her stints in the teen, like, comedies right. of the early 2000s exactly. and the late 90s. Yeah. Like, wasn't she in um, American Pie? Oh, yeah, she was in American yeah. Pie. And oh, she was yeah. in a ton of things. And that's part of it, I think, because all of the American Pie cast was cursed for a long time with being in that movie, and they were rejected from a lot of places in Hollywood. They weren't t- taken seriously. I mean, what's Allison... Oh... <sighs> The redhead in that movie, she was also in How I Met Your Mother. Yes. To this day, she is a mother of, like, teenagers. To this day, people will come up to her and, like, just random strangers will come up and say, this one time at band camp, and she will be mortified thinking they're going to say it in front of her kids. Like, yes, she made the movie. Yes, it was hilarious. I I still like that movie. It's stupid and it's dumb and it's bad. But it's, like, it's a time capsule of that time. And she doesn't regret being in that movie because it made her a lot of money. It's just like, why would you go up and say that to someone 25 years later? Like, don't do that kind of stuff. Like, don't diminish her to one line of a movie she said when she was, what, 21? I really enjoyed her in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I yeah. never really watched the show, but I think she's great. Yeah. Was, she's was, sweet. I don't remember what her name is, but she's great. And... So I think that was part of the Tara Reid problem. Not only was she a, quote unquote, she was labeled the party girl or whatever, and that whole P. Diddy thing where she, I don't know what happened, she accidentally flashed a camera because she was wearing a dress in a car, like who the fuck hasn't, do you know how many times I've definitely flashed my crotch and there just hasn't been a camera there? You know what I mean? You know what's so crazy too is like nowadays it's so different, like celebrities like 
Seriously, guys. Stinker. Oh my god. Now you guys are. Get out of my seat. <laughs> Chill okay. out, please. Okay, well, Stinky's now hiding behind me. <laughs> Did you get in trouble? You got in trouble, didn't you? He's like, protect me. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Lay down. Lay down. Just lay down, okay? Okay. What were we talking about? Anyway, we were talking about how American Podcast was yes. villainized for no fucking reason and how yeah. we like that Allison girl. And and Tara Reid was so sweet when I met her. That's awesome. We should post that picture, too. Yes. That's a good throwback. We yeah. Actually, you should send that to me, and I'll post it on the Instagram and be like, hey, guess what movie we're covering next week? Here's a hint. She was in this movie. Yeah. And she's awesome. And if you say anything bad about her, we will block you. Yeah. We stand Blocked. Um, and as Anyways. much as I'm going to talk shit about Alicia Witt, Witt and Rebecca Gayhart in this movie, you know what? They're actors, and they made a movie, and I didn't, so... We just have this little podcast. Yeah, but listen, I'm not going to say things about them personally. I I did find some things out about Rebecca Gayhart we're going to talk about, but oh, I, I feel bad for gag. her, so yeah. Okay, well, let's get into it. <laughs> anyway, yes, we are going to get into this now. Yeah, we can talk about the other characters. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna keep the IMDb up because I can't keep all their fucking names straight. These there's a lot of characters in this movie. It's a um, big, big cast, truly, and there are a lot of important characters. Yes, that's, um, yeah, a lot of main character energy. But I think one one person that we have seen in like every late '90s, early 2000s horror movie was. Um, Oh, God. Joshua Jackson? Yes. He was in yes. Shudder. Yes. Previous episode, episode two. Go back and listen if you didn't. Yes. Um, he was also in, um, oh, what else? I mean, he was in, I can't even think of how many things he was in. Uh, he was also in Cursed. Yes. That, um, Christina Ricci werewolf movie. Love yep. that movie. Yep. It's actually really good. Um. I mean, if you watch horror, then you've seen this man. Yes. Like, if you watch horror in that time frame. He was in everything. I hate his face. He's a douche. Can't explain why. He always plays a douche. Probably because he's a douche in real life. Yeah, Joshua yeah. Jackson. Um, our first character we see, however, is Michelle Mancini. She is our inciting incident. She's played by Natasha Greg Gregson Wagner. Apparently, she was in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, which I loved. I never saw the TV show. I never which saw Which is, like, blasphemous. Either, really. Which is fine, but, like, when I tell people that I saw the Joss Whedon movie and they're like, oh, you didn't like the TV show? I'm like, I never watched it. I didn't know there was a TV show for a long time because I just saw the movie. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, whatever. I like this movie. Anyway, she is driving down the road and she is singing. You know what she's singing, Casey? What she's singing, Jess? Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> and the whole time she's doing it, I'm just thinking. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can say. Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> Turn around. Every now and then again. <laughs> we'll stop this, that I was promise. So fun. <laughs> we'll stop this, I promise. Anyway, I the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking, this is absolutely what they were referencing in Scary Movie 2 when Sydney's driving down the road and she's singing the song and she, the a fucking tape stops and she's like, will you shut the fuck up and let me sing? I love and it. She, it's totally. <laughs> it starts. Because she sings horribly this, in the beginning. It has to be with Turn this. around. And she doesn't know the words. And she, like, I mean, I didn't really just know either, but. But you're not, like, in your car and she. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm in my house. Does it matter? <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. But she'll, like, it'll say, like, a line and she'll be like, never fall apart. Like, she's. Never. Like, like, she's, like, backing up. I don't know. She it's sucks. pouring rain. 
She's got the worst haircut. She's got no gas. She passes Happy Gas Station and then immediately runs out of gas to Sad Gas Station. I literally wrote, nice gas station, bad gas station. <laughs> it's all about it's all about the aura, you yes. know. But she gets to this gas station and the guy who is the gas station attendant, um, he's he's sweet. He's just an older guy. He's got a stutter he, or like a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's, I mean, I would be in high alert too, just because I don't trust men. Yeah. But she's in like super high alert and this guy like it's pouring takes, down rain and yeah. he's, yeah, he does have a stutter. He's, he's a gas station today. He's in like a jumpsuit. Yeah. And he's it's got, also like a garage. Like it's got a garage attached. I can't believe that this fucking actor is uncredited here. Cause you know who this is, right? Uh, Brad Dourif? Brad Dourif. He's uncredited. I forgot it was Brad Dorf. I fucking, we have two horror icons in this icons. fucking movie and it sucks. But like, I love Brad Dorf so fucking much. And he's just the creepy gas station attendant. He gets like one scene and then like also, spoiler alert, he goes to jail for what happens in the beginning. Does anybody bother to get him out of jail? That's anybody? a good question. I was wondering that Because that poor stuttering man I just, oh my god, I feel so bad for him. She calls him Freak Show, and I wrote, hey, don't talk about Chucky like that. <laughs> well. I don't care. Okay. Um, so he comes back up to her with her credit card, and he's like, I need you to come inside. The credit card company's on the line. And so and before he had gone in, he, like, looked in the back seat and had this weird look on his face. So she's sketched out, because she sees he's reacting strangely. So she starts to go in with him, and then he locks the door behind her, and essentially she's trying to escape at this point. She starts getting freaked out. Yeah, she He's knows. Trying. She notices no one's on the phone. Yeah, she is freaking out, trying to escape. He is trying to explain to her what is going on, but because of his speech impediment and how heightened the feelings are in the situation, mm-hmm. he cannot get it across. So she busts and out the fucking window. He's, like, being so obviously not threatening. Like, yeah, he's reaching out for her, but he's not, like... Uh, like, aggressively trying to grab her. Very he's very really trying to, like, keep her in one place. Yeah. She, she's very easily getting away from him, basically. And he's just trying to talk to her. And he's saying, miss, miss. And, like... Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but the the guy that's trying to murder you isn't gonna be... Anyway. I was Brad Dorf, to... the best actor in the fucking movie. Literally. And he was in it for three minutes. Literally <laughs> the best acting in this film, I can fucking guarantee you, is in this moment with Brett Dourif. The Be- fact that he doesn't even have a speech, like, that was... Oh, yeah, he's great. It was great. incredible. He's amazing. And I feel so bad for him, like I do in this scene, because she does, she gets out, she gets back in her car, he's chasing her, and there that fucking iconic line, he's like, someone's in the back seat! Literally, oh my god, it's so, and you're just like, oh. and she's driving away, sobbing. Because this could be a good movie with a better script. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she sobs, she starts singing again. <laughs> Why is that song still playing? It's the fucking radio. It's oh, I assumed it was a CD. Though. Oh, you're probably right. It's the 90s. Everyone listened to CDs. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Or a tape, I guess, I don't know. But, it's a shitty car. Yeah, I mean, then, guess what? What? There was someone in the fucking backseat. Yeah, there was. With an axe. Somehow, in the two and a half feet in the backseat of this car, they swing the axe hard enough to chop their head off. Casey? What? I think she got what she asked for. (gasps) 
Get out of here. Okay. You get off this podcast. This is my house. You get Where off do this, I go? You get off this couch right now. Oh, this is my couch. Don't look at me for 25 minutes. I'm, we're not going to do well if I can't look at you. <laughs> um, yeah, so right after this, this is that's our cold open. We smash cut to Tara Reed, and she has her late night talk show radio, college radio thing. I assume it's all over campus. We had something like that, too. It's very saucy. She's talking about the hot gosh. She's and very sex positive. We talking see about not swallowing semen. And I was like, okay, bitch, come on. It's we, not that bad. We basically watch her deep throat a mic uh, in the first scene we see her in. But whatever, that's fine. I wrote Sasha. Uh, hot. I wrote, how was this role not written specifically for Tara Reid? Because it feels like it was. Do you know who was almost cast uh, for this role? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Shut up. Different movie. Much different movie. I can't picture her doing this role. I can't either. The only... I can't picture anyone else doing this role. I do love Sarah Michelle Gellar, though. I like her, too. Yeah. She was also a queen of these late 90s, early 2000s movies, Oh, yeah. I mean, I know what you did last summer. Oh, my God. Still amazing. I still love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. First one. The other ones suck. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, then... Oh, God. Then we get to our fucking... Our main cast of shitty fucking college 30-somethings. Yes, here's, here's what I wrote down. Sarah, or Sasha, hot. Parker, douche. Jared Leto, Paul. Ginger, Natalie. Brenda, crazy. Damon, blonde douche. <laughs> I just wrote, fuck you, Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> There's douche and blonde douche. <laughs> nope, I just wrote, none of the None of the guys in this movie are decent people at all. I just wrote, fuck you, in Jared fact, Leto. In fact, nobody in this movie is decent. Mm-mm. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. The gas station attendant. That's it. Brad Dorif. He's the redeeming factor. And technically Robert England didn't deserve anything. That's Professor true. Wexler. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. He was just a massacre survivor. Well. Which we talk about in this scene, the scene, Stanley Hall Massacre, which is an urban legend. Also, I just want to get this out of the way right now. <laughs> I was abbreviating. Uh, urban legend for a lot of this movie when I was writing it down. And at the end of the movie, uh, Rebecca Gayhart says, oh, it's my favorite UL. Like, like an urban, like, as an abbreviation for urban legend. My dumbass, and yes, I'm kind of dumb. I've been writing UB the whole time for some reason for urban legend. Urban legend. So. Urban legend. Urban so I'm um, kind of I was too. like, hmm, wonder what that's from. Uh, and then I smoked more weed and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that. So yeah. So we learned about the student massacre, and you know, it Paul this, comes in. Yeah, and it was he's this, like the the legend is this teacher went, cr- this professor went crazy, and he went to. The Stanley Hall, which is a dorm, and he knocked on the doors of all the freshmen, and everyone who answered the door, he slit their throat. Slit. Slit. That just sounds... <laughs> slit their throats. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Paul overhears this conversation, a.k.a. Jared Leto, and he comes over and he's like, you know, if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. We find out Paul is um, part of the journalism program he keeps referencing the student pulitzer what the 
fuck is that? An award for losers, I guess. You are literally <laughs> writing for a student newspaper. Sh- shut you up. You wrote about E. coli, bro. Shut up. Go join. Ju- go start your cult and fuck off. Go touch some grass. No, because that's like all they do in that cult. That's true. And they pay thousands of dollars to do it. <laughs> bro, do some mushrooms and soul seech. So search. Blech. Soul seech. He's a soul leech, which is a seech. <laughs> and you're a beach. A, uh, a, a what? Beach? Like, biatch? <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Just cut out the whole last two minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <sighs> so I wrote down, we can clearly see in the opening, in this scene right here, that... Um, Brenda is obsessed with two things, urban legends and Paul. Yes, because she even says, and the only line in this movie that I think is, like, even halfway clever is she's like, this is half the reason I transferred here. 100%. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's, like, the only interesting thing that this, like, movie could have done. Um, I was like, half the reason you transferred here was because 25 students got murdered here? Mm -hmm. And then also... That's a red flag. We should look, we should look at that. That's reason one. So then is reason two because the two people who murdered her fiancé happen to go to the school? We've solved the puzzle. (laughs) Yeah, as if it's not the fucking easiest two-piece puzzle that's ever been assembled. Hey, I never claimed to be smart. I wrote... I'm Pepto-Bimbo. I wrote, not only is this a dumb class, but I want to take it, but I also wrote, this dialogue is trash, and then I drew a trash can. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And then I wrote an arrow, this is trash can. I just love how this movie is one of those movies that tries to make you think everyone is a suspect. Like, we get to see... Everybody's a suspect! We get to see the creepy janitor, who is just a guy who's been working there forever. Played by Julian Richings, who plays Death in Supernatural, and he's fucking awesome as Death. And I thought he was a fucking awesome creepy janitor. And then Dean kills Death. Because oh. that mo- that show goes off the rails. How do you kill death? You know what? I don't remember. <laughs> I just... <laughs> well, anyway. Something. Something magical. Anyway, um, I also wrote there's no way that these 20-somethings, played by 30-somethings, believe that Pop Rocks and Coke actually explode in your stomach. I didn't believe that when I was eight. I, I just can't. But also, I read that Rebecca Gayhart puked several times while they were filming this because she had to eat Pop Rocks all day during filming this scene, which sounds fucking disgusting. That and sounds I feel awful. bad for her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because imagine you just have to keep pouring pop. And Pop Rocks are nasty anyway. You know, um, sorry to move on from the Pop Rocks and the puke. Yep. Uh, there is another uh, horror legend. In her own right, that I think we forgot to mention. Well, first of all, in this class that we're talking about, it's an urban legend class. A UL class. UL 101. It's taught by Robert fucking England, a.k.a. As Professor Wexler. Freddy Krueger. Yes. If you didn't know that, all of his glory, out of makeup, looks amazing, um, has the worst dialogue, just is given trash dialogue in this fucking movie. It's not given nearly enough to do. At one point, he literally says the line... And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call an urban legend. It's like, who the fuck wrote this dialogue? And then who edited edited that and kept it in? That's like how you would talk to a, like, five-year-old. Oh, my God. This And this it's, is, like, halfway through the semester of this class. You're just now getting to the title of a class? Right. Fuck you, to Professor Wexler. I paid 20 grand for this course. <laughs> well, another thing that I said was, like, no fucking college students act like this. They mm-hmm. act so awful... They're like, Mikey, you like it. They're acting like 
middle schoolers. Yeah. Like, someone makes a fucking Austin Powers reference. It's fucking ridiculous. Which I think is Joshua Jackson. Anyway, but yes, let's get to the better part of this movie, which may be my favorite part of this movie other than Brad Dourif, because yes, we do have a scream queen in this film. Miss Danielle Harris herself plays the goth roommate Tosh. I wrote, Danielle Harris deserves more lead roles in not shitty movies. I said, Natalie's roomie sucks. She gives goths a bad name. <laughs> yeah, because her character is really shitty, but God, I love Danielle Harris. And she plays angsty. Yes, And she angry does. very well. Yes. I also read that um, Danielle Harris was excited that she got to smoke on set because she was a smoker, but because her character smoked so much, she had to smoke constantly all day long on set and it made her quit. Which, good for her. Good for her. We love also, you, Daniel Harris. fucking incredible today. Ugh. Like, she looks so good at... I met her, too. <sighs> I hate you. Ah, in Robert England. I did. I met him. Yeah. I met Robert England. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Damn, I met, like, <laughs> yeah. quite a bit of this cast. That's amazing. I didn't even think about that. It's amazing, yeah. Daniel Harris is so sweet, too. Yes. She's amazing. I bet she is. Um, so, yeah, she is... Uh, our main character, what's Alicia Witt's character? Natalie. She's Natalie's yeah. roommate. And she's angsty and goth. And, and she her painted, whole bedroom is, half of the bedroom is black. Painted black. And she's always Skulls. just like blaring this music and fucking guys on the bed and, and she's on care. fucking goth sex chat room. She takes lithium. She's <laughs> fucking crazy. No, she's a normal person. She has dial-up internet. <laughs> How hardcore is that? I know. This is my internet too. <laughs> Anyway, um, again, like, this movie, like, Scream is winky, like, uh, meta in the fun way, where it's, like, you can catch it if you know things, you know what I mean? Like, uh, in that movie, uh, Rose McGowan at one point says something like a Wes Carpenter flick, and, like, she's referencing, you know what I mean? Like, vaguely referencing things. At one point, fucking... What's his name? Joshua Jackson gets into the car with Alicia Witt and fucking, I don't want to wait for to me. Like, yes, we, we know. We know he was in Dawson's Creek. We get it. That's funny. I hate it. I've never seen Dawson's Creek, I so. It. I think it's awful. It's too winky winky for me. I didn't like it. Yeah. I wrote, ha, I get it. <laughs> um, another thing that happened is we find out that Paul printed a newspaper article about Michelle Mancini dying in this tragic yes. way. He and, wrote the whole article. Yeah, he wrote the whole article and... About, um, a, like, a maniac on campus, because she... Yep, spreading fear yeah. all over campus, and um, Brenda and Natalie, you know, confront him, and Natalie's very upset by this, and she storms off, um, and... You know, when she is in the car with Damon, that's when we finally found out that she did know Michelle Mancini. Yes. But we didn't know more than that because she didn't want to talk about it at that time. Yes. And then Damon, as the blonde douche that he is, tries to fucking act sweet and make a pass at her. Yeah. And, and then gets pissed when she doesn't want to fuck him. Right. Like, gross. Typical. Anyway, yeah. Um, This is when we get our, what, another... UL, another urban legend, urban oh, bebbin. Uh, because uh, we get, and I think it, it, it would be interesting during this episode to discuss urban legends we remember from our own town. 
Ooh, okay. Um, so this, uh, they're in this car, you know, Joshua Jackson's character's being an asshole, and he, like, you know, when he realizes they're not gonna hook up or whatever, he goes off to pee. That First of all, that guy's definitely going to jerk off not to pee, it's fine, whatever. But, so he gets, like, strung up, and his feet are, like, touching the top of the car, so she thinks it's the the killer. Yeah. We had something very similar to this, so... I'm wondering if we're gonna have, like, kind of similar stories. Because we grew up... Yeah, we grew up pretty close to each other. There was this, um, and I'm not gonna, you know, talk about my hometowns or whatever, and I didn't grow up here anyway, but we're not gonna give locations. Um, but in the little town that I lived in for a while, there was this, like, legend that if you went over this certain bridge or something and you, like, stopped, turned off all of your lights... And everybody got quiet. You would, like, hear feet on top of the thing. Um, and then there was another one where, like, if you stopped your car um, and you, like, I don't know, turned off all the lights or something. And then you went to your trunk or whatever. You would find or, like, look all over the car. You'd and there'd see be little handprints. fingerprints or yeah. whatever. Yeah. there. I just, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. But um, Well, I'm going to use the name of the location in mind because I feel like it's really important, even though I don't, I don't think it's actually like a place on a map. I think it's just a made up town that people called it. But there, there was this place called Joppa. Um, it was out past, uh, like out past where you used to live and, um, the urban legend, cause it's this little town that nobody really knows anything about. And there's this long road in this town that is covered in graffiti and it's really eerie and the legend is if you drive through town um like several times and like the people through town don't recognize your car they'll chase you oh my god because we like stopped at this church and like apparently the church is like a satanic church Oh shit. and i was like 16 and we stopped at this church and then we were just like okay nothing's happening so we drove away and i swear to god casey some dude in a big fucking pickup truck started chasing us oh ah! I was like, okay, is this an urban legend or is this for real? Okay, that's pretty scary. So that's mine. I have several, but that's, like, one that was, like, such a big thing, like, that's Joppa. Hilarious. And then I was like, why the f- What that's the fuck? so fucking It was funny. truly just, like, a fucking spray-painted road. Yes. In bumfuck that's Midwest. That's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can say that we're in the Midwest. Yeah. That doesn't narrow down too much. In the middle of goddamn nowhere. Um, <laughs> right. One of the funniest fucking things about this movie, <laughs> in retrospect- is um Rebecca Gayhart because she ends up being revealed as the killer is like retroactively super fucking buff. Like yeah. she strings this full grown man up by his neck and like ties this rope and like she's like tossing people later and she's like whooping people's asses that are way bigger than she's supposed to be. Like she'd be working on her fitness. And like he was you, her witness. And we we <laughs> and when you see, like, the killer in the, like, ski coat or whatever that they've got on, it's, like, clearly someone who's really strong and, like, with broad shoulders. But then at the end, it just ends up being, like, tiny-ass Rebecca Gayhart. Right. Who can apparently binge, like, 350 in this movie. Good for her. I guess. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Like, why are you using your powers for bad? <laughs> yeah, bitch, you can be a power lifter or something. But she's too busy <laughs> being a killer. Being a psycho. Well, another thing that you know about, you can, you guys know I talk about this every single fucking episode. Gaslighting. Yes. They're all gaslighting the fuck out of Natalie. 
But I mean, with that, her lack of range of emotion, like, I don't know that I would take her seriously. I, uh, the, <laughs> well, the, dete- not detective, the security or whatever, Reese. Reese, finds one beer can on the ground. She's like, oh, I. What were you I, on? I get it. You must have seen blood. And it's like, beer, like liquor. It, uh, it doesn't make me hallucinate. No, no. What the fuck do you, th- have you never drank before? Like, it makes, uh, just the way that, like, I took some crystal meth and uh, I was along for, I was along for the ride. Yeah. I've been fucking strung out for days, homie. But yeah, so Damon just disappeared. Um, Nobody believes her. Um, Everybody's saying that he's pranking her. He went on a snowboarding trip and she kind of tries to figure that out. And, (coughs) you know, she, she feels confident with the clues that she's found that Damon is safe. At that point. So she's starting to kind of convince herself that everything is okay. Well, there's this scene. While she's trying to figure this out, where she's in the library with Tara Reed, And Tara Reed's kind of helping her. And they're looking at this book of urban legends. And they get to the gang initiation one. Where it's like supposedly if you are driving down the road and someone doesn't have their lights on. And, and you flash them. Then that person like like chases after you and runs you off the road. Why did, knowing what we know at the end of this movie, why did Alicia Witt's character not think, oh, God, that's what this is about because I did that this one time? She doesn't even acknowledge it. She's just like, true. oh, yeah, that's an urban legend, too. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Like, she didn't even act like She should have been like, oh, shit, that's got to be what this is about. Yeah. Nope. Not that guy. It has nothing to do with that guy you murdered. <laughs> Well, she goes back to the, she goes back to her dorm room to try to use the phone to call the ski lodge where apparently Damon might be. Um, and our girl Tosh, aka Danielle Harris, is uh, angsty and in the goth chat. Chatting it up with some sexy goth dudes who like lithium. <laughs> my kind of guy. <laughs> oh my god, poor Danielle Harris. She's so cute though, and I want her outfit in this movie. Oh god, she's so cute. I want it so bad. I was like, I would rock the fuck out of that. Here's what I would not want from her in this movie. She has a leather pillowcase. <laughs> a leather I don't care how how hardcore you are. That sounds no. miserable. A leather pillowcase. Because when the person spoiler alert, she fucking gets murder in this scene. And this person is, like, choking her on the pillow. And I'm like, is that leather? That's the worst part about this death. (laughs) So what we didn't mention earlier is that um, earlier uh, Natalie had walked in on Danielle Harris having sex with a random guy. And she, like, turned the lights on. And Danielle Harris was like, turn the fucking lights off. This guy never stopped thrusting for one second that that light was on and she didn't stop taking it you know but she turned the light off and she's like sorry and like put her headphones in went to sleep so when she comes back to the dorm room and she hears moaning she's like oh better not turn the fucking light on she's gonna scream at me again they do sound very similar truly you know and i'm sure knowing danielle harris's character in this she's been choked before so probably I mean, we just all? Sa- well, but that's what I'm saying. Probably just sounds like her regular Tuesday night. Yeah, but I feel like even if she didn't turn the light on, she still would have been able to see a figure on the bed. At least the outline, because your well, yeah, eyes but adjust they still would have thought. Well, yeah, but she still would have thought, oh, they're just fucking. Yeah, but later people don't even believe her that there was another person in the room. That's because these people are dumb. And so they're trying so hard to cover up anything wrong at the sp- university because they want to keep numbers. 
And people enrolling high because that's how they get their money. This dean, the whole movie is like, but it's the weekend. Nothing wrong happens on the weekend. I don't even work here right now. Right. Like, because he seriously, he's just like, ah, no, no, she committed suicide. She drained her blood, took the paintbrush, wrote the note, got back in the bed, covered herself with the blanket, and then promptly died. I don't understand what you don't understand about this, miss. (laughs) That's pretty cut and dry. This is no pun intended. And and then he's just like Reese. You you agree? Yeah. See, Reese agree. We're she smart. was very depressed. Her room was half black. Boo fucking who? <laughs> she took drugs, dude. I'm on two antidepressants. Same. And my whole life is black. Oh no. But guess what? <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking write. Aren't you glad you didn't turn the lights off on the wall in my blood? And, like, when Alicia Witt wakes up and finds her body, there's literally, like, mini paint cans filled with blood and, like, like fucking brushes. It's not like in the original It when he just, like, writes It with his finger and we watch right. it. Like, it, was a, it was a whole thing. Like, how heavy of a sleeper, bitch? Like, like, but how it's loud the was your weekend. Music? It was the 90s. You know your headphones weren't that good. It was the weekend. I did it. <laughs> I wrote, oh, the acting. <laughs> Um, so then we have... No, 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 no oh. murder here. <laughs> so it's then just we... the weekend. Are you done with the weekend? No. I'm sure I'll bring it up more. Okay. So we have, um, oh God, what was his name? He was such a douche. Um, this is Sasha's boyfriend, Parker. It's not the weekend. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't feel my face right now. <laughs> well, I can't ever when I'm with you, so. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> We're the worst. Nobody's um, going to listen to our podcast anymore. That's not true. They true. I hope it's not true. I, I again wrote, this movie is bad. This is where I wrote, Jared, ooh, Jared Leto pre-cult days. <laughs> um, but we get Parker, who is Sasha's boyfriend, talking about how the frat that he's in, of course he's in a frat, is having a 25th anniversary party of the Stanley Hall Massacre, which is a really fucked up thing to celebrate. That's such a like an actual thing that frats would do. One hundred percent. Like yeah. I, that's the most believable part of this movie. Like truly, so. it's like it's very similar to, and I don't even want to compare these two movies because one is a masterpiece and one isn't. But um, the way that like on Nope, the like SNL like makes fun of it, but like, and you want to think like, oh no, people wouldn't do that. But like, do you remember the SNL skits about like um? OJ and stuff, like, right after that happened. Like, no, this stuff happens. People make light of these tragedies, like, constantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I make, I make dead parent jokes. I can't really <laughs> fault people for... It's fine. It's yeah. whatever. They, it's a movie. They accuse Robert England's character of being the murderer because they find a coat and an axe. Yeah, because the, the coat of the person who Natalie said she saw attack her and Damon was wearing a black parka with, like, a fur hood. Which, like, whatever. Like, yeah. Anyway. So they found that in Robert England's, uh, his office, and then he catches them sneaking. Yeah. So, uh, that's when we find out that Natalie has a little record on her. Yeah. So she we find out. has reckless endangerment on there. Yes. So she tells Rebecca Gayhart her backstory, which Rebecca Gayhart obviously knows already. Um, so she's like, yeah, so I was in this car with Michelle Mancini's character, and, um, 
we were drinking and she's like, hey, let's do this fun thing, uh, this gang initiation thing. And so someone flashes his lights at them. So they start running him off the road. He eventually runs off the road and dies. Yeah. They get like probation, like three years probation or something like that because they were, you know, teenagers or whatever. It was a quote accident. First of all, fuck both of you. Don't do that shit. Right. Second of all, why the fuck? Was Mel- Michelle Mancini's character the first one killed and not saved for the end, like Alicia Witt's character, when Michelle Mancini was the one driving? Like, That's she a great even, point. She even says that at the end, like, Alicia, Natalie is like, I wasn't uh, the one driving. She's like, but it was, it was your, your car, car and you were there. It's like, yeah, but she should have been the first one and the driver should have been saved for this, like, final, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Makes no fucking sense. But, um... What happens is, you know, the dean is scolding Natalie and Paul, and Paul finds out the information about Natalie, and he's acting, like, holier than thou, like, I didn't know this about you, but Paul is pretty pissed off because he gets kicked off the paper. Yeah. Which is his whole fucking life. Apparently. Um, he's gonna lose his student Pulitzer. Oh, my God. Um, so we get to, you know, a scene where they're upset, and then she's in the, in the school, like, pool house area. Yeah. Where Brenda's swimming, and it's, like, a big fake-out scene because, like, it's just a girl with a why, fucking coat on. <laughs> why do so many people own this ski coat in the middle of summer? That's a great question. Like, four people are wearing this ski coat. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's, it's weird. the sisterhood of the traveling ski coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, around here is when the Dean dies, and here's my question. What's the fucking urban legend? What's the urban legend there? Got murdered by tire spikes in parking garage. I said, garage cool era. death, but... How what is urban legend is that? Yeah, because she, like, she, you cuts know. Cuts his Achilles tendon. Cuts his Achilles tendon. She's hiding under the car. Maybe that's part of it. Like, someone hiding under your car. But that doesn't. That's never an urban legend I've heard. No, that just that's sounds like. things like, that, like, happen. So he's, like, crawling in front of the car, which, first of all, if a car's chasing after you, don't run in a straight line. But he also he, has his Achilles kind of tendons cut, so he can't run at all. But he's crawling in a straight line. Crawl right, brother. Pick a. That pick, is true. That he. It's pick a side. That he was. <laughs> so he gets up to like the line. tire spikes or whatever, and the car runs him over, so he gets impaled by these spikes. What is? How is that an urban legend? I have no idea. Like, I wrote the same fucking thing. I never noticed that as a kid. Like when I watched that before, I'm like, that's not a fucking urban legend. She was so adamant and like shooting is not an urban legend, but it'll in in the sake of time. Yeah, exactly. And like, so let's. How could she have killed the Dean right then? I don't know. I'm I trying don't to know. Yeah, she would have just had to think of something else. Maybe we can think of something and then post it like on our Twitter when we come up, like when we post yeah. the episode. Yeah. Be like, here's what we could have done. Here's what we think could have been done actually for urban legends in that moment. That'd here's, be fun. Here's a question for you because we skipped over this one part earlier when they all when they said Bloody Mary a bunch of times. What is the Bloody Mary legend that you remember from a kid, as a kid? Um, or do you remember I remember, I, I do. Uh, I, you just said it. I used to do it with my friends, too. Yeah. I was so scared. We would never say it three, like, it was three times, not uh-huh. five. Yeah, three, Candyman's five. Yeah, so it was three times, and I was so scared of Candyman, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I I'm not inviting that it. in. I was like, I live in the hood. I, I know what, I know I you're still you can come for me, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't like to mess around with Me that neither. kind of shit. I never did either of them. I did when I was a kid. I tried to summon demons when I was, I say a kid, I was like, you know, high school. Teenager. Yeah. I did all kinds of crazy shit, y'all. And I have seen some, I've seen some shit. I fully believe in paranormal stuff. 
But my, like, it was just, you say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times by yourself uh-huh. with the lights off. And then she appears behind you. Appears behind you. Mm-hmm. See, I've heard it that way. I've also heard, like, you stand there, you look at the mirror, you say it three times, and then she replaces you in the mirror. Like, she becomes your reflection, and then she, like, reaches out and kills you. Ooh, let's um, go try it. The <laughs> one that I actually remember as a kid was that you said it, you looked at the mirror, you said it, and then when you turned around, she was there. But Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, the the staple of it all is you look in the mirror, you say Bloody Mary, she appears, and you get got. I wish it was, like, that meme or, like, that little picture where, like, she says Bloody Mary three times and then an actual, like, Bloody Mary beverage appears in her oh hand. She's God. like, oh, cool. Right. <laughs> that I, would be me. I'd be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever found. And then you just start saying it 17 times in a row. And then I'm wasted going to work. Yes. And they're like, what happened, Jess? And I'm like, Bloody Mary happened. Well, I love breakfast. And you get so drunk you can't say it, actually. And then just, like, a pile of, like, mud appears in your hand. God bless. Thank you. I sneezed on the dog a little. Oh, he's fine. He sneezes on me all the time. (laughs) So, uh, also around here is when we get the only sad death of the movie. Oh, my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. Poor doggo. So before that, I have to say how fucked up it is that at this, we're, we're now at the party for the 25th anniversary uh-huh. of, you know, the Stanley Hall massacre. And the first scene, the first scene that we see at this party is fucking Parker giving his dog a beer bong, which is this tiny little fucking white dog. And he, he earlier like they made a he's like comment the Caesar's, about uh, Caesar's dog food dog. Yeah, and they made a comment earlier about them trying to pierce his nose. Oh my god! Like these people don't deserve animals. No, no. But of course, if you see a dog in an urban legend movie, you know what's going to happen to that dog, and it's sad because the urban legend goes that there was. An old lady who had a little dog took her out for a walk in the rain, and it came back, and she wanted to dry her dog off. And she, so put, she her put him in the, in the microwave. microwave, and of course, it is explode. Exploded. He exploded. And so this whoever the murderer is, Rebecca Gayhart. What the fuck did this dog do to her? First of all, so she puts this dog in the microwave, and the dog did she blows that dog up? Yeah, that dog explodes. Then he explodes. It's really sad. I said, dog in microwave, so sad. Also, the lightning is so intense. Did you notice that? No. The lightning was, like, so dramatic. It looked like there was a strobe light in the house. That's hysterical. I wasn't paying attention to that because I was just noticing the really weird, shitty close-ups on Parker's face as he's running through the house. Like, it's it's like almost like a steady cam on his face. Yeah. And his face is awful, so don't do that. I hate Parker. Um... I wrote Tara Reid as Tiffany Valentine. Because, like, is that what she was supposed to be dressed up as? Because that's exactly what it looked like with the choker, the white, the leather, That is the exactly what she looked like. Hot. She looked awesome. I loved her. I loved yes. her as Tiffany Valentine. Like, um, oh, wait, is this before Chucky? Is this before Bride of Chucky? Bride of Chucky was the same year, 1998. Ooh. So maybe just similar aesthetic, yeah, maybe but it's just a coincidence. Wow, yeah. she literally looked like she was dressing like Tiffany Valentine. That is so funny. That's amazing. I uh so Parker's death. So Parker's actual urban legend death is she pours the pop rocks in his mouth and then but then pours like Drano. Drano? That's not the urban legend. But when it's initially like 
when it initially pops up, it's shot like a fucking saw trap. Like, he's tied to this toilet. It's and it's so like these fun. quick, rapid shots of, like, his hands and then his face and then him on the ground. And it's, like, so weird. And I'm like, so is Saw, like, an urban legend now? <laughs> like, is that just, are we just sawing just each torture. other? Like, that's not an urban legend. That's just torture. Yeah, and she, like, totally fucks up the urban legend because instead of soda, of course, she just pours Drano down his throat. What was the point of the Pop Rocks? Just poured Drano in his mouth. Right. That was, that was unnecessary dramatics. Whatever. But then we see Sasha, who left the party to go to the radio station to do her show. Tara Reid's character. Yes. And she is talking as normal, and all of a sudden she starts, you know, freaking out, screaming, help me. She's got her microphone on her the entire time. People can hear her. And there's this super fucking meta dude at the party, and he's like, she's totally doing a performance art piece to commemorate the massacre. Kind of like I a got War of the chills. Worlds type thing, yeah. I'm like, bro, like... It's like, who? no, she's clearly being murdered. I said, why does no one respond? She's literally dying over the radio. Natalie's the only one who shows up. Like, I'm sorry, there's yeah. gotta be other people listening to this. Someone else is showing up. The whole party was listening to it. Whatever, it's so, so fucking stupid. Um, I wrote... Um, urban legend about radio station. What is the urban legend there? What is Tara Reid's urban legend? Well, so the urban legend is, is the screaming. People think it's yeah. Is ev- that like, like certain, the stress release? Certain movies or recordings or things like it's referenced earlier in Roller Coaster of Love. There's mm-hmm. a scream at the beginning of it, and there's it's an urban an legend that it's call. yeah, but it's not. That's not true. It's very similar to other things that you hear on other songs. People are like, oh, no, that's actually someone doing, like, no, it's never that. Um, very that similar so to Wizard over. of Oz. Like, how everyone says, oh, if you watch the original Wizard of the Oz hanging. in the background, there's a guy hanging. No, yeah. that's that's an urban legend. That's not true. It's just ridiculous because the character who said it is so annoying. You don't even want to listen yeah. to what he's saying. So, like, I didn't even take that right. seriously. Yeah. So for me, I was just like, what fucking urban legend is this? Yeah. So I was annoyed because I was like, that's two fucking deaths that have nothing to do with an urban legend. Yeah. But hers I actually got. Hers was probably my favorite because that's, I do think those are interesting when I hear it. I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, now that I, now that true, I know that, but... like, I, you know, but whatever. Yeah. I, I still think that it could have absolutely been presented in a better way because... Yeah. I feel like it was really brushed over as to what the urban legend there was. The only other solid piece of acting in this movie, other than Brad Dourif at the beginning of the movie, is at this very last moment of Tara Reid when he's like, she is like cowering down. She goes, I don't want to die. It's like actually really sad and like kind of moving. I was like, oh, Tara Reid. Like she's like, it's just really. And then, of course, she gets fucking hacked. I mean, which this guy is hacking her with this. Or, well, it's Rebecca Gayhart is hacking her with this fucking axe. There is no blood to be seen. I see no blood. What was your blood budget? It was all used in the fucking, the the dog scene and the, the Daniel Harris scene. All the blood that they had was there. Uh, they could have. Fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Natalie. We get no shot of Tara Reed's dead body. No. But then we get a. Moving forward, we're seeing Brenda is trying to find, uh, or not Brenda, Natalie's trying to find Brenda. Uh-huh. And so, what Who is Rebecca Gayhart's character? Who is this, like, what random house is she in? 
They, uh, I think it's where the Stanley Hall massacre happened. Okay, like yep, the yep, one yep. that's boarded up where yep. they were doing the Bloody Mary thing. Um, oh, well, that's, so, before that, they all three find each other. It's Rebecca Gayhart, Gayhart Alicia Witt, and Paul. Paul. A.K.A. Cult leader. Cult leader, Paul. <laughs> um, they all, like, get together. Because at one point, Alicia Witt kisses him, and Rebecca Gayhart sees it. But then, like, 20 minutes later, she's like... It's fine. You two should be together. And it's like, you, that's a red flag. You should know that she ain't going to flip that fast. She's been in love with this boy the entire movie. You made out with him. You're a shitty friend. You're not a girl's girl. She we should do not, not be, stand. You should know she shouldn't be forgiving her and you should know something's wrong with that. Yeah. You killed the dude and you also made out with supposedly your good friend's crush. Yeah. This guy if any of y'all make huge, out with my crush, you're done to me. Huge crush on this fucking guy. Like, all she talks about is urban legends and Paul. Yes. Literally. But anyway, so they, like, drive away together. I don't get it. (laughs) And then they check Paul's trunk because they hear something going off and they find Robert Englund's character, R.I.P. Professor Wexler. Oh, Wexler. So So then they're both like, oh, shit, it's Paul. And so they start running through the woods randomly. Oh, I forgot about that. And then, so Brenda, Rebecca Gayhart, falls at one point and it takes Natalie... A solid 15 seconds to realize her friend's not behind her anymore. And the end of the movie truly hinges on Natalie being so dumb, she does not realize her friend is not following her anymore. Do you think it's dumb or do you think it's selfish? Because I think she's kind of selfish. I think she's selfish and also, like, stupid. Yeah. Well, is she selfish, though? Because at the end, she really does go back for Rebecca Gayhart. She's outside of the building. She can run away, but she hears Brenda screaming for help, and she goes back slowly. She walks very slowly. I don't know. I just, there's something about her character. Maybe it's the absolute lack of emotions that yeah. just is a huge turnoff for me. And that might not be I the don't character. Trust her. That might just be Alicia Witt's acting. Yeah, I, I don't think that she did that character justice. I, I feel like either. I could have felt deeply for that character. Yeah. Like, she fucked up. She made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, she's paying for it emotionally and academically. Like, she's walking a very yeah. fine line in her academic career. I have made mistakes, and I understand those things, but because her her acting was so emotionless, I felt nothing for her. Yeah. I was like, if she dies, I would not care. And yep. that's, you don't want to feel that way about your main character. Well, and also, like, just to show how dumb she really is, not only when she gets in the building and she's trying to find what she thinks is Brenda dying, she's, like, walking as slow as she can and being as loud as possible. What you're think, You think you're sneaking up on a killer. And I wrote, Natalie is super dumb. Like, really, real, real dumb. <laughs> you dumb. You dumb for real. Um, and then there's a weird fade to black. So she finds Rebecca Gayhart, like, on this bed, like, splayed out like she's dead. And there's, like, this one drip of blood down her face. It's so fucking weird. But then Rebecca Gayhart, like, sits up like Michael Myers and knocks Alicia Witt out. And then we get our Shyamalanian twist. <laughs> so that's when we find out Brenda's the killer, but we already told you that. Um, and she is trying... Very badly, I might add, but so hard to do a Matthew Lillard in this scene. I just get so fucking annoyed when... I know that it's so important to have these dialogues, but, like, 
Why do killers gotta explain their whole fucking plot to you? Why don't yes. they just kill you? Which You're is gonna why, be dead. Why do you care? Which is why it makes more sense for the driver of the car of the accident to be the last person you kill for you to save all this for. Because we find out that the person that Alicia Witt and Michelle Mancini's character um, ran off the road was Rebecca Gayhart's high school sweetheart fiance person. Whatever. He didn't have enough money to buy a ring though because they're in fucking high school. Because you were probably 17. Jesus. So she, but she, and she's like doing this like over the top dramatic, like she's Natalie! She's trying to do a Matthew Lillard and it's not fucking working. And do you want to know the only other person that I've honestly seen do that in that character, like in that type of role and actually do it semi-well is the newest fucking ghost face in the new Scream because it's very much a Billy and Stu kind of dynamic and the girl ghost face in the new one. I can't remember what her name is. She's doing a Billy at the end of that. Or a Stu, sorry, a Stu, a Matthew Lillard. And I think she does great. Rebecca Gayhart is not giving it here. She is just, it is so... She's, oh, like you said, it's, it's over too, the top. It's She's trying too hard for it. Like, it comes so effortlessly to Matthew Lillard in that scene. It just feels so organic to his character. Mm-hmm. Whereas her, it feels like she really is just trying to play off of, like, oh, he was so good in that. I want to be, like, like crazy and, like, over the top and, like, kind of funny. And it's like, no, it's not working. Right. You just Absolutely. need to be angry. You need, like, just play it angry. Yeah. Um, so she's saying, like, uh, oh, at one point Reese comes in, horrible security guard, because She's prepared an entire PowerPoint. I want to point that out. Rebecca Gayhart has prepared an entire PowerPoint, (laughs) along with remote and projector. She is clicking (laughs) through these slides with a remote. Of her 17-year-old fucking boyfriend. (laughs) That they, they probably dated for six months before he died. Tragic tragedy that this poor it is tragic teenager was run off the road by a couple of idiots but girl, however go to therapy i don't say that in a demeaning way i said she's like, that shit's great she's like i tried it it didn't work well then find a different therapist that just means you don't vibe with them yes. you don't just go to one therapist and be like oh well it doesn't work it's like no you just need to find someone who works with you right but anyways you know race comes in Horrible fucking security guard. Uh, I mean, gets, just very typical inept movie cop. Yeah, just gets, you know, the shit knocked out of her by an unarmed person. Yeah, it, whatever. Yep. <laughs> yep. Again. She had a gun. And she's like, Alicia Witt's like, this is never going to work. He's, It's not going to bring him back. She's and like, she's I like, I know that, Natalie. <laughs> she's like, but it'll bring Paul into my arms. And Paul does comes in doing a fucking slow clap. God damn it. I hate Jared Leto. Oh, I hate Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, fucking slow clap. So annoying. And he's like, oh, that was so good, babe. We can- I couldn't have done it better myself. I'm going to get my student Pulitzer. <laughs> and you're going to be the the survivor. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you're cute, but you're not that cute. And I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Right. Alicia wins that dumb. <laughs> Paul, we would be so hot together. <laughs> Oh, my God. But, yeah, so they – oh, my God. So how did they get her down? I don't even remember. Because they somehow – they somehow get away from her, and they think – they shoot her out the window. She goes out the window, but then she's not there. So they drive away, but they leave Reese bleeding to death, and they're like, oh, paramedics will be here soon. 
as they're driving away from the fucking murder scene. So, of course, Rebecca Gayhart's in the back seat. Of course. That's that's how the movie started. It's got to be how the movie ends. So they throw her through the fucking car. Um, also, at one point, Rebecca Gayhart had very thoroughly sliced into Alicia Witt's stomach, and that's never brought up again. She's totally fine. Right. Whatever. And so she gets thrown through the window into the river, but of course the body was never found. And then, uh... Also, during this whole scene when Rebecca Gayhart's in the backseat, I wrote, Jared Leto, you can stop the car anytime. I wrote that. I was like, maybe stop the car. He just keeps going. she, like, hit him in the head with the axe, but it was, like, the the blunt, like, the side of the axe, or, like, the blunt side. So, so, like, like, Alicia Witt's, like, struggling with her, and he's just driving the car still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, I got hit, if I got hit in the head with an axe and I'm, like, I'm breaking. borderline concussed, I'm stopping the fucking car. And if I'm not breaking, I'm at least letting off the gas. I'm also, like, if you stop hard enough. He's on a bridge. You can throw someone off. Like, why didn't they do that sooner? And they did eventually, but it's but only because like, he hit something. Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. It's Jared Leto. He's a fucking moron. That's fair. That's not just the character. That's just him. That's just a fucking moron. <laughs> so then we get our stinger scene. Oh, my God. With people, so the first group of college kids we see look like they're in their 30s. This group of college kids we see look like they're in their fucking 40s. So it's a new university, new students sitting around discussing urban legends. And they're telling the urban legend of the movie we just watched, how meta. (laughs) And then we get even more meta, because somebody's like, yeah, and that Brendan chick, because they're like making fun of the guy. They're like, oh yeah, that Natalie was my... My cousin's roommate, and somebody's like, yeah, that Brenda chick was the girl from the Noxzema commercial, but Rebecca Gayhart did actually do Noxzema commercials in the 90s. That's hilarious. So it's like extra meta. Oh my god. I love, I love little details like that. I wish she the whole movie was Noxzema more like that, you know? But I wrote, again, bad movie. Oh my god, you know what would have been a better movie? Because you do know who was almost cast as Natalie instead of Alicia, plain-faced, no-emotion Alicia, Alicia Witt? Ooh, hold on, don't tell me. Um, 90s uh, comedic star. 90s comedic star. Around that same age, so early 20s. Hmm. Give me a hint as to what movie that I would recognize them from. You would recognize her more from a TV show. TV show. Where she plays a supernatural She's a witch. She's a teenage witch. Is it Sarah Michelle Gellar again? No, it's oh, Melissa Joan Melissa Hart. Joan Hart. I yes. forgot about her. Yeah. Oh my Sabrina, god. The teenage witch. How did I fucking forget her name? The only it was a scheduling conflict. She was cast as Natalie. Melissa Joan Hart was. <sighs> I love Melissa Joan Hart. And then had to go do Sabrina stuff, so it didn't work out. Ugh. Yeah. That would have which changed was the, entire the same movie. thing with Sarah Michelle Gellar. She had to go do Buffy stuff. Into- better movie. Better movie. I'm sorry, but I yeah. love Alyssa Joan Hart. I do, too. Replace her with Alicia Witt. Better movie. Yeah. Still a bad script, but better movie. <laughs> I don't even care, man. Also, we didn't mention that Reese is played by Loretta Devine, and I fucking love her. Yes. She's amazing. Yes. I do her hate Her character that- was uh, incompetent, but as an actress, I love her. Exactly. And everyone, all the characters in this movie are incompetent, and they suck. And unlikable. I wish there had been... One redeeming character. Well, and I don't know, maybe more than one non-white character. That is true. But whatever, at least we had one. That's better than we can say for a lot of fucking 90s movies, honestly. Yeah. Not very diverse. Yeah. (laughs) Well, another thing that Casey said is, like, the very end scene with all these 
supposed college student sitting around. Their outfits are fucking weird. Their faces are old. It's just like, you literally could have just went to a fucking college and got I, like six kids to this last scene. And they, you wouldn't have even had to pay them. Yeah. They just grabbed buy like them a six. 12, or like buy them a 24 pack. It's buy like, them a rack of natty. It's like they just grabbed six like people from the set who, like, worked on the set. You know what I mean? Like, like a extras or Yeah, like, like... He does wardrobe. Yeah. Can you guys just come over here and shoot this really quick? I realize that you're playing college kids and you right there are probably 57. But, like, can you just sit down for... Like, it's... Your outfit is hideous. It's perfect. Get in here. We don't even <laughs> need to change you. No makeup, no wardrobe. Just sit down and please say these lines. Doesn't matter if they sound good. Uh, because Rebecca Gayhart is gonna be like... Now let me tell you the real story, and then we're gonna smash to credits, and this movie sucks anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, it's just so funny that it was, like, a lead into something else, but, like, never meant, like, she was never, like, again, in any of the urban legends. She was listed in Bloody Mary as Nurse Brenda something, but I think it... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if... I don't know if the mic was picking up that snoring, but Steel is behind me just. <laughs> so, um, I guess that means we should wrap things up here. <laughs> I guess we're boring. <laughs> he is very, very uh, asleep. He's also warming my back up. It's really nice. He's just, he's so sweet. He's a little bean. But anyway, this movie's bad. Um, I can't even, like normally when we review movies, like good ones especially, I try to you know, really think about what the writers and the directors were trying to do with certain things, like certain shots meaning things, or find trying to find hidden things in these movies that the director and the writers and the actors want me to find. This is not one of those movies we can go into like that. This is a straight up shit bag of a fucking movie. It's just a fun <laughs> time, though. It's just, it's a time capsule of 1998. It's crap, but it's, it's a, it's a warm like just nostalgic ex- memory for me yeah just a cozy movie that i remember from my childhood i remember it being a lot better but i remember it being way scarier yeah um, but i still i still really enjoyed rewatching it and i rewatched it two nights after i watched the menu for the first time in theaters oh, i haven't seen it which yet. was fucking incredible that's what i've heard kelsey watched it absolutely amazing and then i ever do an episode about that we should bring kelsey on she really wants to come back yes kelsey if you're listening we want to we want to talk to you it is so good it's not on streaming yet so we'll do that eventually it's so good and then like two nights later watching this i was like oh god i'm so like 2022 i know i've said this before on the podcast 2022 is one of the greatest years for horror Truly. of all fucking time. I agree. We have gotten so many good movies and at just so many like movies. Eight. At least of like, eight, like fucking that will go movies. down in time. Like yeah. that will go down in history as amazing horror films. Yeah, there's going to be documentaries some about others, 2022 and then some others the sprinkled in that are also great. Yeah. Have you seen Violent Night yet? I really want to. No. David Harbour, I want to uh, so bad. Uh our friend Jeremy, you know Jeremy. Yeah. He texted me and he said he saw it and he said it's like a Christmas like like a Santa Claus Die Hard cuz Die Hard is, you know, want. obviously a Christmas movie. That's what but I want. He said it's fucking awesome. That's, so, yep. I think it I think it would be a lot of fun. It looks amazing. I haven't I haven't even seen a trailer for it. I want to go in completely blind. Yeah. Um, I've seen a trailer, but I yeah. fucking oh, What is the guy's name, the actor from Stranger Things? David Harbour. David Harbour. Yeah, he's the oh, Santa I love in him. it and he's so hot. I love him so. He is daddy. Oh, he's daddy. 
Ooh, I was she, like, Santa Claus, can I sit boy. on your lap? Uh-huh. I'm going to leave out milk and cookies every night. You want some of these milk and cookies? I got big. <laughs> I got some milk for you, sir. <laughs> Anyways. No comment uh, on that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so shitty movie, but next week will be a fan-fucking-tastic movie. And we need to sprinkle these bad movies in sometimes. Uh, so next week we're going to go back to um, more very feminist m- movie. We're not yeah. doing it on purpose, I promise. It we just, do not have a secret feminist agenda. We really don't. It um, just happened like it this. Just, it's the kind of movies that we, I think, just naturally gravitate towards yes. as, you know, strong women yeah. i don't think we even mean to but like and i mean i've had this one planned on the docket for months and months i knew this was i knew the 1974 black christmas was going to be our first christmas release like our first you know christmas movie i wanted to cover so it just happened to fall after we did all the rest of these um and yes it is a very feminist horror movie we are so we're gonna be covering the 1974 black christmas but we are also going to reference and make fun of the 2006 and the 2021 or 2020 remakes. I try. It's 2019. 2019. Okay. But I tried to watch that because it said it was on Hulu. Uh-huh. But when I played it, it played the 2006 version. Huh. It was incredibly confusing. We tried to, yeah, my, my roommate so Elijah and I tried to watch it. Fucking weird. And I was like, hold on. I like paused it and I was like. It was like Michelle Trachtenberg. And yeah. Like, I was like, these characters would not be this age in 2019. Lacey Chabert. <laughs> I was like, what the yeah. fuck? And yeah. so I, I was like looking up the cast and it was the 2006 version. I was like, yeah. okay, so Hulu lied to me? Well, let's not talk too much about it. Because yes. we've got to, I know we get on our tangents. We have a lot to talk about next week. Yes. But yeah, just thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope you guys are really taking care of yourselves during this holiday season. I know it's so hard for a lot of people um, myself included, you know, I'm, I'm sure we all kind of get that. And with seasonal depression, like, please just make sure you're drinking water, you're taking care of yourself, do and, something nice for yourself today. And always remember, if family is toxic, you do not have to see them during the holidays. The holidays are not more important. You do what's best for you. You do not, don't let anyone guilt trip you into being like, but it's the hell, it's your family. No, 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 no. You cut toxic people out and you do what's best for you. Always remember that. Yeah, and your family is who you choose. Exactly. 100%. Chosen family is the most important family sometimes. Yes. But yeah, anyways, we love you guys. Uh, We can't wait for you guys to hear our next week's episode. We're super excited about ourselves. Yep, we've got some really cool stuff planned for next year. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing video here soon. So and be hopefully we'll have our that. new logo out soon. Yes. All right. Well, we love you all. And um, yeah, yeah, until next week. Stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Bye. Where did you get those eyes?